This is Bucket Talk, a weekly podcast for people who work in the trades and construction that aren't just trying to survive, but have the ambition and desire to thrive. The opportunity in the trades and construction is absolutely ridiculous right now. So if you're hungry, it's time to eat. We discuss what it takes to rise from the bottom to the top with people who are well on their way and roll up their sleeves every single day. This is Jeremy and Eric here with Bucket Talk, powered by Brunt. This week's episode, we have Victor of VCO Landscaping, also goes by the Instagram handle, the good boss official. But before we jump in, Eric, what's been going on? All right. So things have been hectic at work and finally took some time to do some stuff personally. So so not all that common, but it all kind of circles back to the business and Brunt. Um, took a day off to move my family uh, into our new home, which was a big undertaking and coincidentally, my buddy Dan Bolduck came up to help me, who the Bolduck boot is named after, and uh, got to spend a day with him. And we got the job done and and back in action and, and everyone's stable. And so, so yeah. Speaking of Bolduck, I just got my dad his first pair of Bolducks. So my parents moved in with us to the farm. Um, we needed a little help. We kind of got a little, we got two little businesses. One is the stable with the horses on one side. And then we have a little micro farm, which my dad is like super stoked to, uh, <laughs> to deal with the goats, the chickens, everything I need help with the kids. And so it's been nice to have my mom up there and it's now becoming a family affair, but yeah, he needed some shit kickers and we got him some bulldogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's dig in. Today, we're here with Victor Oliveira. Victor goes by the name The Good Boss Official on Instagram. Victor brought along Dave. I'll let Victor do the uh, introductions for Dave. Hello, I'm Victor, uh, also known as The Good Boss. And right next to me is Dave. I guess I'll call him Daddy Dave. (laughs) (laughs) No sugar with that, but uh, Dave OG. OG, the real OG Mason. Ooh, all right, all right. I learned everything from him and his son, so... You still got to finish school a little bit. That's right. <laughs> and yeah, I guess we, we can get into that schooling stuff too. All right. Yeah. So Victor, you're a landscaper by trade and, and you own your own company. How'd you get your start? So, well, I guess I dropped out of high school. School wasn't for me at all. Yeah. And I worked for a landscaper, worked for my uncle. And I said to myself, why not just start my own company? And I ended up buying a, a truck off my uncle for like 700 bucks. But I, I had to work it off. Um, so once I got the truck, I had it painted and I just went out and said, I'm going to start a company. I guess the the first thing I did was I made business cards at like a local FedEx Kinko's and there was a lady in there when I was picking them up and she's like, Oh wow, those look nice. Can I have one? And that was my first account. So, you know, it all started there. So when high school, so were you 16, 17, 18 at the time? So I dropped out in 10th grade. Yep. Yep. I just, I couldn't go to school. I woke up, you know, late, rolled in late. Sometimes I, I wanted to get Burger King for breakfast. <laughs> and I just, when I got to school, I was probably there for three, four hours, and then I left. I just, I didn't like it. Yep, yep It, it yep. wasn't for me at all. Yeah, yeah. and you grew up in the in Boston area. Saugus. Saugus, okay, yeah. nice, nice. Basically, you threw yourself into it, got this truck. How did you get to kind of where you are? Maybe Dave comes into that picture at some point, it sounds like. Yeah, he, he came in a little later. So I started my business. Um, I'm trying to think, it was so long ago. I mean, I had probably, I, I kept on passing the cards out, word of mouth, you right. know, family and friends. 
Started out by doing, you know, some family and friends' houses. Yep, uh, yep. I had like seven accounts by the end, end of the year. It was great. I woke up at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, did three houses, and and then, you know, got home. I made 200 bucks. It was great. <laughs> was yep, it just yeah. cuts? Just cuts, yeah. 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 And, and yeah. then I got into cleanups, mulching. Yeah. And then I was still young and dumb. I made stupid decisions. I got caught doing something stupid, and I ended up going away for it. Yeah. But that made me turn my life around. I came out, I had to restart my business back up. And I mean, I guess to anyone that wants to start a business, you know, don't be scared. You know, even if you have a background or whatever, you could do it, you know? You don't need schooling. One of the biggest questions and one of the biggest hurdles that people have is you go from, and under the table is like the worst word to use, but a lot of people, they go out there, they do the cuts, and they don't have the business. They haven't established the LLC, the, the the incorporated or what have you. How did you end up going about doing that? So everything was was cash or check to my name. Yeah. Uh, then eventually, I, you know, I was doing research. Like, what do I have to do? Right. Someone told me to go to the town where I'm from mm -hmm. and get. It was like a certificate of business or something like that. Yeah. So I did that. That was simple. It was like thirty five bucks. And then I went and opened up a bank account. Just a, it was a DBA. Yeah. You know, I had the name of my business. It was on the business card. Yeah. It was pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think that's the biggest hurdle for a lot of people is like, how do I go legit? How do I take it to the Correct. next level? And honestly, the easiest way to do it is just, just do it. <laughs> you know, like just don't think about it. Just ask questions, ask people, you know, just keep going. Don't let something so simple, you know, shut you down. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. just find a way around it. If you can't get through that wall, just find a way around it. So interesting. So you really actually started your business almost twice. You started it yeah. the first time, then you restarted it when you came out. And yeah. was there anything like the second time around where you're like, oh, I, I know this is going to be easier, faster, financer, like, you know, like any of that stuff? Yeah, it was definitely easier because, you know, I already knew. Yep. yep. Um, I had a truck, you know, that I didn't let go. So, yep. yep. Um, and I had all the, the resources, you know, that I learned from. If I failed doing anything, then, you know, I learned from that. And then I was just even stronger when I came out. Yeah. Most yep. people don't come out strong. Right, right, they, right. They go back and do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said, no, I'm, I mean, I have a great family. Yeah. Awesome. So, and you learned a lot of the stuff on the job or mentor? So, on the job. Um, well, we, well, you actually started with I started Sean. with Sean, his son. Okay. Yep. Um, we took on a big job. It was our first job. And it came out pretty good. Yeah, you he guys came, did good. He came and helped us. What was the job? It was, uh, we had to do a bunch of paver walkways, patio, right. steps going down, and it was so big. We, we were like, oh my God, I can't believe we even got this. <laughs> and we did it, but then we had to call David to help us out. Uh, he's got too, too many years experience. 42. Oof, God. That's usually one of the biggest things, too. A lot of these guys get surprised because they bid a job and they find out they didn't bid it properly. And, and yeah. this might not have been the case, but they bid. My, my brother-in-law's a contractor. He did this on his first state job. He underbid. And the guy's like, what do you mean? He goes, no, this is what I'm going to charge. And he goes, yeah. everybody else is up here yeah. and you're the guy down here. Yeah. Like, of course we're going to. And so he ended up getting these massive jobs. And he's like, I don't yeah. even know what to do with these. You know, yeah. I'm not prepared for this. And. Look, baptism by fire. Yeah, Jump yeah. Right that, that was you know when I was fourteen, I started same thing, doing my neighbor's yards, and then my mom was driving me around, and that's how I started my landscaping business when I was a teenager. But oh, you had one? Yeah, too? I had a small. Yeah, yeah. And I had my buddies that a lot of the boots are named after came yeah. and worked for me. 
because they could drive, I couldn't drive yet. Yeah. So I'd get these jobs. I was, you know, 14, 15, and they'd be like, you know, and I was getting taken advantage of. They're like, we'll pay you $1,000 to get all this rock, lay this rock. And I was like, $1,000? I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, two weeks later, you know, my mom's like, you know, that's incredible. And then you calculate the hours, and, you know, that we put in. It was like I worked for like two bucks an hour. But I'm like, no, but I made a thousand, you know, a thousand. She's yeah. like, no, you're not thinking about this. Like, you know, and then that's when, like, I started to realize, oh, there's a different way to do this, this yeah. game. That, yeah, I was <laughs> the cheap labor in the neighborhood that everyone loves. <laughs> but you don't learn, you don't learn if, unless you've been burnt or, or you, you know, lose your shirt on a job. I mean, that's when you come out better, stronger. I mean, definitely. You're exactly run. right. We're on a job in Maine now. And I just said to the guys the other day, I would do this for free because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. And that's after 42 years. I'd still do it for free. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're better off doing it for free so you don't have to listen to them complain. <laughs> <laughs> that, that way, if you don't make any money, you don't feel bad, right? Yeah, that's true. Mm. All right. So your son, Dave's son, Sean, and you got that big job. Yeah. He jumped in to help you guys, and that's how you guys started. Sean actually worked with me. We did a lot of work at colleges. He got to see, like, the commercial aspect of this here, and they were doing well. They were doing good. They just needed a little extra hands on deck. <laughs> you guys did good. Thank you. Victor uh, just has taken it and gone along. I he, guess you could say that. Well, gone along. <laughs> well, you say that, well, You've too. grown it. Yeah. You say Definitely. that, too, now, hands on deck. How are you guys doing with labor? So I guess we have our... You know, we keep our circle tight. Yeah. You know, yeah. as you guys see on TikTok, you know, I'm the good boss. I take care of my guys. That's right. Yeah. You know, that's why they stay. If you don't take care of your, your help, they're going to leave. Yeah, we, we see that a lot with, with certain companies. Uh, you know, I've been to a few myself in the trades. And, you know, we see guys come and go, chasing a dollar, going to yeah. the next place. You know, this one's got better benefits. This one's got... I like seeing what you got going on there. You take care of your guys pretty well. Yeah, it makes them want to stay. You know, you give them an incentive. You know, if you're doing a big job, a $10,000 job, and, you know, the guys do good and they get it done, you know, earlier than expected, give them 300 give them 500 bucks each, you know? Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. It, it's going to... It's, <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit you and them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to leave now. Because there's, you know, there's the overachievers in the blue collar world. But on the other side, you, how many times have you heard a guy that says like, like hey, let's milk this out. Hey, take your time. Like, yeah. relax. We're not going to bust our back for this. And to some degree, it's, it's true because it doesn't matter how long they take. They're going to get the same rate or same pay. Yeah. But, you know, in our circumstances, yeah, throw them a couple extra bucks. And, of course. And they'll be happy. Incentivize. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people that will work their own rate. They don't care to work faster to make extra money. Right. That's them. Yep. Yep. You yep. Know, but then yep. you have the people that want to make extra because they have three kids at home to feed. And, yep. You yep. Know, yep. They want to enjoy their life. Yep. Yep. And so give us a kind of a, a picture of the business now. Is it all things landscape from, you know, cutting and hardscaping? What do you kind of guys focus on now? So now I'm trying to focus on the hardscaping, yep. masonry, yep. hardscaping. I started out with all general landscaping, cutting grass. There's, I mean, I don't know how to say this, but there's not that much money in cutting grass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Unless you have everything close to each other, yep. and that's really all you do. You do that mulch, but then you start expanding. It's just like you have to have different divisions. Yep. You, know, you can keep yep. the lawn, but you need a, a separate um, 
like a manager yeah. to just kind of manage that division. Yeah. Then you can do, you know, your masonry, have another manager for them. Yeah. But it's hard right now to grow, you know, because yeah. you cannot find the help. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the help that I have now, I'm just, I'm lucky. I'd love to have more, but I can't. It's, yeah. You can't yeah. find them. So is that yeah. the natural progression for landscapers to go from cutting, cleanups, snowplow, you know, different parts of the country, and then uh, to move to hardscaping? And, and Yeah, a lot of landscapers do that. They start off just cutting grass, and then they make their way up because they see it's more money. Yeah. And, and you, you can see the outcome, you know, how nice it looks when you do a stone wall or a paver yeah, yeah, patio. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nice. It makes you feel good. Yep. Customer's happy, and it's good money. Yeah. A guy, when I was younger, that I bumped into, he was running his landscaping business, giving me some advice. He says, cutting the grass keeps the lights on, pays That's the right. bills. That's right, pays the bills. But you got to do other stuff. That's right. You, you have, have to branch of, off. Yep, yep. Me, yep. I'll, I'll do basement, waterproofing, French drains. Yeah, fencing now. Yep. You know, I'm. I'll expand. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We had a guy that was wanted to get into landscape lighting, and you know, going it's back. It's good to, money in that. Yeah, he was saying he's going to be an electrician, go back to landscape, and that that's really all he wanted to do was like fire pits and landscape lighting, run yeah. gas out to the fire pits, and do uh, landscape lighting. And the and people like, that want landscape lighting are. Usually nice houses. You're yeah, not no, of course. You're not yeah. Lighting a, yeah, you know, I got uh, mine at Walmart. They're the solar <laughs> yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably got a couple dead right now. <laughs> the lawnmower ran them over. <laughs> they, they take batteries and their solar power. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's smart. No, that's 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 good stuff. So, how's the learning process for that? I mean, because it's a fine line between hardscaping and then being a mason. I know that some people do. You know, stone walls, brick, all, like all sorts of stuff. Like, it's not just like paver patios yeah. and like you're getting. Like, I had a landscaper that was helping me with my foundation. He had a really good stonemason. We had a flagstone foundation, and he came over and filled in the windows, and it matched perfectly. You know, it it looked great. So, is there a whole nother learning curve with that for you? Well, so I'll tell you this: there's two different types of. You know, you got your natural stonemason, like him. Yeah. And then you got someone like me. Your, what do you call it? The new age pavers or whatever. <laughs> Stick on stone. So I, I, I wouldn't even call myself a mason. Like yeah. a true mason is, you know, he's a definition of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he grew up working with, you know, all stone. We would make the stone. Correct. Uh, they, they'd, they'd make we, their we, own we, stone. We, we did verse unilock and all that Correct. stuff. Correct. We're buying it already. Yeah. We would split it. The yeah. pavers, it's a concrete paver. We're buying it. We just lay it down. Yep. You know, yep. he yep. would. Get we natural. Make it. Yeah, we take a stone and make a step. Yeah, we did a podcast with the guys up in uh, Cape Ann, and they're they're still out in the quarries. That's where I learned down at Johnson's Quarry in oh, Rockport, Mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Years ago, we used to go in and a big excavator rip out a, a rock the size of your truck. Yeah, that's the real work. Take yeah. it, drill it, drill it, it, split trace it. it. We'd make four inch veneer, six inch veneer. Yeah, yeah. That Rock was Port, Rock 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 granite. Yeah, Johnson's yeah. Quarry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. still doing it up there. Your guy's 70 years old, still splitting granite by hand. That's crazy. Uh, my guy <laughs> that taught me is still alive. Yeah. USC Warrenin, a Finn. Yeah. Yeah. He was a Finn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's still, I, I don't think he's still doing it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. We go up there when you see it all around Rockport and it's beautiful. Yeah. But down here, I see all the Unilock, all that stuff. Correct. And my eye catches that. When we went to that house, it almost it's the times of turn. Like, it took us a minute for them to explain like how it was made to appreciate it because you Correct. know all you know we're used to seeing the lighting and the pavers, and all of a sudden they're like, look at how big this thing. And we're like, 
Oh, wow. That is actually like insane. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, and it's funny. It all depends geographically where you're from. Cause like I'm from the Western part of Massachusetts, we have brownstone and redstone. So like, it's funny cause all the buildings, they're not brick. They look brick cause it's the same color, but you know, it all depends on where you're mining rock from to build that house or, or building. It's like all the purple rock from row. Yeah. There's well, not any more left of that. Like Cape Ann granite is like the hottest granite. Yeah. A lot of it went to monuments, uh, went to New York. 165 pounds per cubic foot. That's crazy. It's dense. Wow. It's heavy. Yeah. yeah. That's very heavy. It's hot. It's a hard rock. Hot to work with. Mm. From the outsider's perspective, from my perspective, look, times are turning a little bit, right? It seems like there's still the heritage of rock poor and all, all those, but it sounds like those quarries, will they eventually dry up or will they'll, they'll always be there? It's just people will just stop losing the trade. Well, there's only a certain amount of people that could really afford to do these type of things. Yep, so yep. some of them are closed too and they are, they're opened up specifically for certain restorations and stuff like that. I know um it would be hard getting material for a certain thing. The quarry it, it'd have to be worth it to open it up. Yeah. So again, not too many people are going to be spending that kind of money yeah. so I used to swim in the quarries. I know, yeah, right? Yeah, I used yeah. to jump right off the rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not even knowing like what the hell they were there for. Now I know. <laughs> I'm laying stone. I'm like, wait a minute. I think I jumped on this stone. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Well, it's funny because do, do you do any reclaim stuff? Like the, you go in and... Not a lot. Yeah. Uh, we don't really get asked much. Yeah. But there's a place right in Wakefield. They have all reclaimed granite. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So one question we always like to ask. So you got... Well, you've really been around the block. You've been around the block a couple times. <laughs> What's the biggest piece of advice you could give yourself when you were 16 or whatever and when you were younger of, I wish I knew this then because it's like, it's how you run kind of your business today? Oh, man, that's tough. We'll, we'll ask both of you guys that. And you first because well, he, he's the old, he'll give you a different answer than you. <laughs> well, I shouldn't have struck out on my last at that <laughs> down in Pawtucket. Uh, I, I might have to steal one of his sayings. You're never going to get them all. You have to remind me. Well, you can't get them all. There, there was there was a cartoon of a hobo, hobo. walking along there with a go. stick, and he was all old guy, all bent over, and the caption underneath said, "Got every job we bid." <laughs> Sometimes it's not worth getting it's every not job. Worth, yep. Not yep. worth yep. getting yep. them all. Yep. Pick and choose the jobs, and don't cheap yourself out. Yep. If you do good work. You know, put your price on it. If they don't like it, let them get someone else. And, and I would say just be honest with the people. Yes. Um, be honest because when you try to do funny stuff, bad news travels faster than good, right? Yeah, right. You yeah, can do yeah. 10 great jobs and one bad job. Yeah. That's going to travel. Yeah, my biggest thing is I'll go above and beyond to make someone happy. You know, if I'm working on their house, I want to make sure they're extremely happy, even if I have to take money off. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's how I get more work. Yep. Word of mouth is my best and only advertisement. Yep, yep. I don't yep. advertise anymore. Yep, yep. I haven't haven't advertised for over, over 25 years, yeah. yeah. All word of mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you do good work and you're a reputable person, yep. honest, you're going to get more work yep, yep, without yep. advertising. I don't even have any more business cards. <laughs> I haven't made them in four years. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, in, it's interesting, the customer service aspect of it is, and, and that's kind of the hardest thing for, for a lot of people to make the jump from being a, a very good craftsman, tradesman, whatever you want to call it, to being a business owner is, is that's all sometimes people will be is a really good mechanic or a really good electrician. They don't have the customer service or the customer 
you know, care to take it to the next level. And then they're kind of set up for failure, you know, right. at that point in time, you know, you have to cater to the customer, the customer's needs and, and wants. And even if they're wrong, I know that they come out and say the customer's always right. <laughs> and that's not, that's not true, but at, to some degree, you have to, Correct. you know, honor what the customer wants and see what they want to do. That's right. Or if not, yeah. then you're the a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a nutshell, right? Yeah. Well, or if you get to the same outcome, your job could change from you bid it and they ask for five things and then you end up at the end, you're going to show up with a huge bill. But if you coached them through the whole thing, well, if you want that, this is going to be, you know. Right. So that's the key and, thing. And then at the end, they're like, okay, we Correct. Versus you have one bad outcome and one, okay, I understand where we got to. Same outcome. Just yep. Bad experience and good experience. Yeah, yeah, better way to handle it. Like, yeah, yeah. never hit someone at the end and say, oh, you owe me three grand more because you, you know, you wanted to do this or we had a difficulty with this. You yeah. can't do that. Yep. It's yep. about yep. the long game. It's never about the, the quick sale. I mean, the quick sale, yeah, you get three grand, four grand, whatever the outcome is, but you lose a customer and then you probably Correct. lose their circle. You and, want the exactly. repetition. Yep. And sometimes you have to lose your shirt on a job. My last boss, he ripped up a bill because you know what? He didn't, he, he said, I, I respect your opinion and, and you're wrong in the situation, but I don't want you to pay because I don't want you to say that I charged you right. X amount. He ate the entire bill and I was like, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's like, I don't want you to say that you got charged for whatever you think it is. And there's always going to be people out there like that. Yep. So. All right. So. We didn't ask Dave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The, they tag teamed me, but anything different. I was talking about the Pawtucket. I know. Detroit Tigers, I'm still available. <laughs> I just need a designated runner. <laughs> I would say try to do what you like to do. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's cliche, but are you after the money? That that wears thin after a while it does. You know, in the beginning it's all about the money, but you know, after a certain amount of time, you've got to like what you do. Uh, or sell it and move on to something else. But yeah. I would just say try to do what you like to do, you know? I don't know if I know what I like to do yet. <laughs> That's why I have four things going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Uh, well, I'm going to be 62 this year, and I'm not sure I know what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. I don't think anyone knows what they really want to do. I think I'm going to start selling boots. We'll call it cement head. <laughs> cement loggers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So one question we always like to ask. So I, clearly you guys are working around the clock, thinking about your work all the time. When you're able to unplug, unrelated to the job, unrelated to work, all the equipment and all that stuff, what's one thing you guys like to do that has nothing to do with work? So for me, that's such a hard question to answer because I literally never unplug. If I'm done with work, I'm on my phone with TikTok trying to make a video Yep, trying yep. to keep that going because that's another business for me. Yep, yep, yep. And then I have my new business, the Good Box, that yep, yep. is a monthly subscription box. Mm -hmm. And I just started it, so you know I'm so deep into it. Yeah, yeah. My head all day constantly spins. Yep, yep. Like yep. it hurts sometimes. It, it's it's crazy. <laughs> but that's your enjoyment. You, you correct. I do enjoy it. Yeah. My biggest thing is when I go home to my kids, which I don't really see much, even when I'm home. You know, once I see my girls, it makes me happy. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um, That's good. But I'm still, I'm just so wrapped up into work. But have you ever done this? Have you ever started driving to a job? Yeah. And then when you get to the job, you say, wait, I'm supposed to be over there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm driving, I'm like, where am I going? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, I have to look at my book, you know. I'll forget things sometimes, you know, yeah. just because I have so much going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's not easy, you know. And I, I'm a regional manager of four wing stops. Oh, it's, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, what am I doing? <laughs> you know? I say that to myself a lot. What am I doing? But it's what I like to do. Someday yep. I want to be, like, extremely successful. Yeah, yeah. I'll keep trying, you know? Yep, yep, yep. It's the only way you can do it. Yep. American dream. Right? Well, well, what I did a couple years ago, three years he's ago. He's so laid back. Now. <laughs> he's, he's so different. <laughs> I bought a little farm. Yeah. So Ooh. we were raising like chickens, yeah. eggs. Tell them uh, more. Tell them more. You got more stuff there. <laughs> we're uh, we're doing a bunch of stuff, but uh, it's uh, my retirement thing. Nice. Not yet, but soon. In in the know. area, in, in... Uh, actually in New Hampshire, just over the border. Oh, nice. Yeah, southern New Hampshire. Yeah, farmer I, just, right here. I just I packed it all up and brought the kids up to Maine and and said screw all of this and we decided to start a farm as well. Um, good for you. If you get any yeah. wisdom manure, that's why he, he was <laughs> shoveling awesome it you. this morning. But um, <laughs> it's funny because because my dad same deal. He was he worked for the jail for I don't know twenty thirty years and that wore thin on him and. My mom and my dad live with me in the same house now. <laughs> We're all doing goats and chickens. And I was just saying in my first intro last week, I, I just killed my first chicken. And, and that that was uh, an interesting experience because I thought it was dead. And I put it down. And it fucking ran away. <laughs> we, we, we do 50. I'm chasing a box. <laughs> He's got some stories we, for we, that. We do 50 to 100 to 200 a year. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just all got right. layers. I had like five roosters. I had to get rid of four of them. So. Yeah. That's that's hard. That's tough sometimes. Yeah. But uh, we just got rid of like nine. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, sometimes tough, nice. but got to pull your weight. Yeah, we just got into the goat trade now, so we got we just got a baby goat, which I don't know. I don't no, know. If I call it the Perkins Zoo. Bunnies, goats, <laughs> chickens. <laughs> Snakes, yeah. not yet. Yeah, we got 22 horses. 22 horses. Do you really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's a boarding facility. It's a 20-acre property, and mainly we just do horse boarding. But we have, a, like, I guess you call it a micro farm if you're going to use terms. But, yeah, the main business is uh, an equestrian facility. So A micro, micro, six acres. <laughs> six acres, yeah. 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 He's got a nice a setup. Homestead, we'd really say. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice setup he's got. That's a good way to go. It's, it brings you back. It's nice. Yeah, it slows time down yeah. yeah and you enjoy it yeah it's hard work but yeah uh so it's like laying brick block and rock that's right <laughs> yeah this is fun so all right so we like to close this out so we already talked about some of it but we'll recap it um for folks to find you guys you're probably going to be easier to find than you <laughs> <laughs> which handles which platforms which businesses which which are the things that we'll tag and we'll post and promote and all that stuff uh so we got the the good boss official mm-hmm uh, on TikTok and Instagram, same nice. handle. That's hard sometimes. To yeah, pull off. <laughs> and the good box is actually the good subscription box. If you have to type it in that way, on Instagram and TikTok. What's that? We had. So the good box is I uh, partnered up, uh, became a distributor with Ox Tools, and I wanted to come up with a box that you can get every month with some cool tools, some merch of mine, and switch it up every month. But now. We actually, um, we have, like, I have a, a shop where I sell all their tools. Not all their tools, but a good amount, whatever I could handle for now, because I had to buy it all up front. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. and you know, it's doing pretty well. Uh, the tape measure is the, is the biggest seller right now because it's the newest thing out. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the good box, and I'm on Facebook too. I think it's 
don't know, I, have, I have so many things. I think it's, <laughs> it's just a good box and then the good boss official, same yep, thing. Yep. All right, what's the wing stop? So, I mean, I don't have a wing stop handle. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I'm just a regional manager of, of four stores, helping out a friend. Yep, yep, yep. I just oversee the stores. Yep. And that's a restaurant, right? Yeah. Chicken wings? Yep, chicken they wings. Good? Chicken, yeah, they're good. Chicken right. wings and fries. And then the core business is pretty much through the good boss official, basically. VCO Landscaping. That is where everything started. That's my baby. Yep, yep. All right. Well, I think you should call him a fail masonry. <laughs> <laughs> um, just call Vic. <laughs> just call Vic. Just call Victor and and um, well, Brian Mason contractors. You'll you'll get uh, you'll get either or. <laughs> <laughs> just call me. I'll take it all, and we'll leave him home. We'll leave him at the farm. <laughs> <laughs> the funny farm. <laughs> Out to pasture, right? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Soon. <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy days to sit down with us. Yeah. Share the stories and, and the insights. This is good. Yeah. Thanks for having us.